Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Minister for Sport says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And on today's show, you may hear a little bit less of Henry than usual because he's dealing with a mic stand that just drifts away from him when he wants to speak like a ghost stand yeah. it's, it's that great austin powers scene when he's just dealing with the ghost chair yeah oh you've got this like kind of better now i think it's kind of stuck yeah. anyway fascinating to... for our listeners because it is a, a visual medium as well well real unpakistanis will know that last week i was having trouble with the mic stand exactly so real unpakistanis it. would know that henry's having a real motor skills month i'm just <laughs> motor skills november for henry he's really a, battling i'm doing the president bartlett challenge <laughs> where i uh have problems with all of that. Doing the MS readathon. Yeah. That's an MS potathon. Henry, mm. very exciting day today. Hell yeah. We're going out west. We're going to the wild, wild west of Kenmore. We haven't been out west for a bit. No, no. Uh, someone actually came up to me at the Pado a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And goes, um, oh, you and Henry like really need to do Graceful. Uh, like, I have so much to say about Graceful. And I was like, yeah, we've done it. Oh, we, we did that. And uh, who, was the, who was this? I was Claudia Todd. Oh, yeah. all right. Who I do think did have plenty to say about Graceful. She wrote in about Graceful. She wrote in about Graceful, she yeah, wrote, yeah. She contributed yeah. to the episode. Maybe it was like a Tenet-type thing where mm. I was briefly living in a past where we hadn't done Graceful. She's like, I feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And it, she started the podcast. Oh, so She's true. tying she, up She's behind ends. it all, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but for anyone listening along... I was uh, wondering why she killed Jack. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't heard from him lately. Oh, well. <laughs> Loves his HSP stuff. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, Henry, it's very exciting. We haven't been out west for a little while. A lot of people live in Kenmore. Mm. I don't know a lot of stories that happen in Kenmore, but, gee, it's a classic place for people. It's it's like a fig tree pocket. There's just mm. a lot of people living there. I feel like we're at that point of the podcast where it can't all be fun and games. It can't all be, oh, I went and got really drunk and then I went to Paddington and got a, got a guitar and ate... ate in the in the burgers, it can't all be yeah. that. Yeah, it can't and that's all be that, why, that, that quality that I just said. It can't always it, meet that. Bar. No matter how many times we're saying, I went to West End and Arr. I got a guitar and I ate some burgers. Arr. It can't always be. It can't, can't always be the guitar and burger show. I'm so, no. Sorry, everyone. And I know you're right in, and that's going to upset some people. I know it's going to upset the guitar and burgers union, mm. who are growing increasingly powerful in labour right. But mm, exactly, I don't know, Henry. By the time this episode comes out. We're going to see the first woman in the White House. Oh, mate. Well, by, the time, by the time this episode comes out, not only will they be singing the national anthem at State of Origin, <laughs> they'll be playing it. By which I the mean... The players are going to have to pick up themselves uh, have an, an oboe. They're going to pick up... What, what's the... A bugle. Yeah. The, Every the, player is going to have to do their own last post. The NRL have backflipped so hard that they're <laughs> making the players sing and perform yeah. the national anthem. They're going to pick Josh Adokar to do the... You know whenever anyone sings the national anthem and they just always add a little bit to the end? Oh, yeah. So, Advance Australia. <laughs> Jessica Malboy, give it up. Ooh. And the players just have no <laughs> idea what the lyrics are. Oh, yeah, man. It's not a protest. They just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, I never learned. Oh, no uh, one knows the second verse. Uh, Manscaped. Manscaped. Thanks for keeping us uh, in flight. Every, every, some great responses last week uh, we've heard from people. Yet to get a photo 
of someone who bought a Manscaped razor because of our show and shaved their balls. I want more. I'm not pics. openly soliciting dick pics, but if you've shaved them, I am. shaved them, show them. Shave them show. That's our policy. But yeah, remember, discount code Brisbane. We worked mm. hard for it to be Brisbane, not unpacking Brisbane or anything. We want the city of Brisbane to be associated with 20% off and free shipping. The mayor signed off on it. It's very exciting. Adrian Schrinner, famously um, hairy bullsack. Um, well, Adrian Schrinner now looks like a 12-year-old boy. Looks like his own 12-year-old hey. son, Wolfgang. Adri- no pubes. Adrian Skimmer. He's Ooh, skimming yeah. the hair off yeah. his and he, and he drinks skim milk. He keeps it tight. He does. And uh, I like that for him. Him and Wolfgang. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what a... I've copped plenty of criticism for criticising his children's names, so they'll remain unbesmirched. But no, good kids. Mad city. Mad city. <laughs> That's all it is. To uh, pimp a butterfly, man. Uh, uh, to, to imagine how hard it would be to actually pimp a butterfly? It's like you. impossible, right? Like, yeah, you want to fuck this bug? Like like a pimp? Maybe in like the I'm rap. A butterfly's pimp. No, that's my thing. Like, is in the rap game, do people have sex with insects a lot more? It's like, yo, caterpillar, <laughs> you want to look good for a bit? Yo, Caterpillar, yo, man, you ever gotten a hand job with a hundred legs? <laughs> so many they've got. Oh, Caterpillars, caterpillars. have heaps. I still think Is it a hundred? I don't know. Fifty? Right in if you know. I have to refer to Bugs Life. If you're a bug nerd. Are you a bug life nerd? <laughs> or an ants with a, with a Z nerd. Which Woody Allen was in. Oh, God. Mm. Well, that explains he tried the to marry scene the audience. Where, where one of the queen ants. Um, oh, yeah. Inappropriately hit on. Yeah, cancels. Just like in The Boys. Manscaped. I haven't watched The Boys yet. Manscaped. Yep. Use discount code to Brisbane the challenge. at uh, manscaped.com. And yeah, you'll get 20% off. off. Free shipping. Free shipping's a big thing for me. If a place doesn't have free shipping anymore, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want to pay for shipping. I'm not paying some pirate to no, sail. Absolutely not. Even Arr. if that pirate's name is DHL. Arr, we got to get this vinyl to Henry before George's 21st. Well, I hope we, get paid, hope we got paid for it. I think, no. you're being, I think you're being scammed. You ordered that like three months ago. Yeah, I mean, don't give it away, but yeah, I don't know where that is. Anyway. You're um, telling me you're not getting the vinyl <laughs> of... Uh, <laughs> the anthem. I'm getting this on... I, getting, I didn't want to reveal the actual one and I didn't want to think of a joke that would subtly reveal the actual oh, one. Oh, good. So I can't believe you're getting a Beyonce's Lemonade on vinyl. Oh, fuck, bro. Sorry. No, I'm getting a... We'll edit it I'm out. getting it's a Lizzo, Lizzo's Pepsi, the spiritual sequel to Lemonade. Pepsi. Does Lizzo have an album called Pepsi? You know, I don't think I've ever heard a Lizzo song. You you have. I couldn't name you one. You've definitely heard... Why men great till they gotta be great. You've heard True No, I've never heard that song. You've heard... You've definitely heard, I do my hair toss. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. That's, What's that? That's called, um, good as hell. What? It's called good as hell. Oh. She's, she's feeling, Lizzo's feeling. Oh, she was feeling good as hell. Brizzo. Oh, that's good. That's fun. We should have called the podcast Brizzo. Brizzo. Good as Hendra. Good oh, as, we'll call no, the Hendra good episode. As good, good as Hills. Good as when we got good as Hills came out. Um, but Henry, as, the as people who follow us on Instagram would know, we've recently started a new Instagram for the Mangroves. Now, Hell yes. That is the band of me, Henry, uh, Cool Man Hamish, and ex Twinfold drummer Nelson, who's a great friend of the show. Uh, we are recording our debut album yeah. in early November. Now, most bands, you know, you know, you do an EP, you do a couple of singles, you play some gigs, some support slots. Maybe six years in, you do an album. We haven't played a gig. We want to open our musical career with an album. Most bands have a bassist who's yeah. played for more who than has like played, five weeks. Yeah, who didn't just learn. But the great thing, Henry, the only songs you know how to play on the bass are the songs on the album, which yeah. means like you're perfect at it. How many bands can say that we have a musician who can only play 
the music we play. I respect our music so much and our vision so yeah. much that I you would refuse to do it. No, you wouldn't want to learn like a Fleetwood Mac baseline or. If you think I'm coming out to do some hoodoo gurus, no, it's not me. happening. I do. No. I'm a and actually, funnily enough, first two first two hoodoo gurus albums, no bass. Really? Yeah, genuinely. at all. No, at all. Oh. They had three guitarists, no bassist. That's why they didn't call me up. No. Well, they no. had a they had a housemate who couldn't learn to play bass. No, no, yeah, they, they had the terrible thing. Uh, but yes, we follow us on Instagram at the Mangroves Band. We'll be posting updates, you know, when we're in the studio and go back the and album's going. go back and listen to our music yeah. special with Hamish. Where no joke, this isn't like some long thought out plan where we gamed it and oh, God, we were no. like, oh, we'll make a podcast episode to get some early promotion and incept people with the idea. None of that. It's straight up. Yeah, we it's organically a, came up with this band on air. We organically named the band on air. And then later on realised that, oh, we can actually write some handy songs. Yeah. But yeah, very exciting. At the Mangroves Band, follow us along. Now, Henry, we wouldn't have spoken about this fellow since early season two. Not but a, I just want our listeners to cast their mind back to the Pumpkin Man. Yeah. The Pumpkin Man who... Not the Pumpkin Woman. ...was seen on... Indra Pilly was, I think, was the episode we did him, and he has appeared. Um, we might have mentioned in Saint Lucia, and there were some other episodes um, where he he's sort of been around. He's popped up, but special episode today because he's back. He's back. Apparently, the Pumpkin Man does. This is visit Harry Kenmore. Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Yes, because he's back, and um, we're thinking, think about it, Kenmore, pretty far from Indra Pilly, and that bleeds into the narrative of the Pumpkin yep. Man because, as has been noted by many people. He walk far. Oh, he's got legs. And he's got a He's trolley. got legs for days. Yeah, and pumpkins too. Yeah. Uh, so he's we'll part of it. we'll be talking about him. So let's, um, you know you're in the West when you've got the pumpkin, man. So let's dive into a bit of Kenmore. Wikipedia. Wait, wait, wait. Now, Henry, I'd be absolutely lost with the population, but I'm going to need you to take a big old guess. What is the population of Kenmore? And you've been doing terribly on this front. And I think that trend's going to continue. Yeah. I have... I'd have no idea, man. I have no idea. Kenmore's... I don't know a lot about this suburb. No. As you could tell from our... I'll give you a hint. Movie. It's physically big. That, I yes, it is. Which you probably knew. Like, it's a large suburb in terms of land mass. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and go a bit big. I'm going to go, like, 12,000. <laughs> it's so off. What? Yeah, actually, it's 8,960. Okay, that's fair. That's pretty far. When we started doing this thing, you had such a hot hand and got it so right. I mean, is it by is it a like is it a truism that I got it right early because I was thinking, oh, these were suburbs we knew. They were ones we were doing early. They were ones we were probably a bit more central, so they were more around the same I area. Know. I just don't even know what the what I know the you were getting some, you were getting there. some flukish guesses on like yeah. fig tree pocket, yeah, which you don't know much about. No. Yeah, it's tough. Anyway, yeah. eight thousand nine hundred sixty people in Kemal, which is a lot people than I, a lot more people than I thought lived there. That is big, to be honest. Yeah, uh, but the the Wikipedia page is very illuminating, Henry. It tells us that Kenmore is a leafy suburb mm. with a high number of professional residents and families. Yeah. Now straight away they hit on one of the great things about Kenmore: intense family energy. They sell it so fucking hard. It's fucked. Yeah. Not also not only child energy, not two kids energy. This is fucking four kids yeah. Labrador. 
big people mover, you know, dad mm. had to sell his SUV. You've got, yeah. it, this is the sort of suburb where a lot of families here have vans. This is cheaper by the dozen vibes. Legit. This is if legit. If I had like six kids, I'd probably move to Kenmore and like send them to St Peter's or something. It's not far enough away, like a Pool and Valor or a Sanford, where you've made a clear statement. No, of, we're living no. on acreage. We have a big, loud family. We run around. We have crazy pool you know, parties. Oh, we, oh, we, we, you know, we put footy posts in the backyard. Gang up, Tiggy, Sanford this weekend. Yeah, be there. Or don't even show like up the to whole, Your whole extended family comes. There's like 60 people there and you're like, ah, oh, it's a small weekend. Yeah. That's not Kenmore. That's not Kenmore. Kenmore is a much more like, y- y- your parents would never bat their eyelids at you having eight mates over. Mm. But a big party is still a bit of a knock. What do you reckon the noise complaint game is like out there? Oh, it's got to be anything's better than Caxton Street, yeah. which is absolutely insane. But oh, I agree. Quite a street in Brisbane, it's as we're told by our neighbour. Yeah. As, oh. our, as our neighbour reassures us. When he... The kids are sleeping. When he puts his hand through our literal window <laughs> and goes, oh, what's up? Um, Try some knockout. No, we love, love Nige, obviously. Um, Nige. Uh, I, th- I, think, I think you'd get away with a lot out there somehow. Oh, 100%. To be honest, like, you get away with a lot. Sorry, you get away with a lot in like Wilston and like Windsor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and they're just, I think any suburb that is dominated by houses, even if the land isn't huge, if it's houses more than it is, apartments or units, I don't think you get a lot of noise complaints. Yeah. Right. Uh, which actually does lead me to the next thing, which it says it is dominated by detached housing. But townhouses and units are increasing within the suburb. So maybe, Henry, uh, 10 years from now, it's pretty easy to call in a noise complaint at Kimball. Uh, Watch yourself, council. It's going to be some townhouses. What does it mean by detached housing? Oh, just like... It's not attached to anything. A else. house. We live in a detached house. Oh, attached to the ground. Most, most people I know live in detached houses. Right. As in like... Anything that's not an apartment or a townhouse. And that's not even to start on the teenagers living in them. Detached, you know. Oh, they're detached from anything from that isn't their bloody phones. Oh, I'm a Tweet, right. tweet what are you playing, Angry Birds? How or many, on Twitter. How many selfies can I take today? Here's one. Oh. Take some time for your selfie. Here's one. Here's one. We're at the we're at Kenmore Tavern mm. and Dad's paid for palmies for everyone. Mm. Maybe put the phone down and give him a kiss. Riley. On the lips. Riley, aeroplane mode. <laughs> I know, I know we're not on a plane. Mm. We're at church. Yep, okay. Jacinta, Jacinta, your father works hard to have Sundays off so we can all go to Charlie's Raw Squares together. Mm. Maybe have a little bit of respect yep. for the sacrifices your father makes. Phone away, please. Not to mention me. Phone away. DS is away. Are you watching porn? Are you watching actual porn? On at, your PSP. At, at, on your PlayStation on your, porn portable. station. Is that Nintendog porn on your DS? Is that your dad and I fucking on your phone? <laughs> is that a snuff film? Oh, come film? on. We'll show you the real thing if you want. Are you watching a snuff film at Kenmore McDonald's on family dinner night <laughs> oh, at Kenmore McDonald's? Sorry, Mum. Oh, all right. I'm um, watching A Nightmare on Elm Street 13. Because oh. there's actually 13 of those movies. Which is insane. Yeah, it's bizarre. Talking of nightmares... School sucks sometimes when you're a kid. Oh, and there's a number of them in this Henry. suburb. There's a number of schools in the suburb, including Kenmore State School, Kenmore South State School, Kenmore State <laughs> High School, and some private Christian schools. Oh, the, the sigh of relief at private Christian schools, not for any reason other than I was sick of hearing the words Kenmore and State. We got Kenmore State School, but then Kenmore, Kenmore South, South State, State School. school. And then so Ken- do we assume that Kenmore State School is in the north? Yes, I also, shot in the dark, I reckon Kenmore State School performs slightly better in NAPLAN. Okay. We could look that up if I could be bothered, but I imagine there's like a fairly lengthy PDF behind that. Yeah, I think 
Who can be fucked? Who can be fucked? Now, Kenmore State High School is meant to be a very good school, isn't it? I think it's, yeah. I think it's up there. Oh. I think it's up there. I just always associate Kenmore as a school suburb. Schools and families. So many schools. I don't want to give away too much when we consider or not, you know, whether or not Kenmore fucks, but mm. it is possibly more school and family oriented. Like, I have never once heard of anyone living in a share house in Kenmore. No. Even, like... I could understand like some young couples or younger people moving to like a full-on Pullen Vale or Samford if you're really about acreage and you really want to get away. Kenmore, you got kids. It's the only reason you live there. In that same breath, though, I think it'd be weird if a bunch of mates were like, yeah, come to our housewarming. We've got the boys together from school, four of us, we're all young professionals. Living at a just a small place in Pullen Vale. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll be pulling this weekend. Oh, we'll we, be pull- We like to say amongst ourselves, mm. we'll be pulling. It's a little this saying weekend. for the fifty-six acre share house we have. <gasps> Although I mean, more like I could imagine a happily married or engaged twenty-eight-year-old couple, yeah, living in Pullen Vale with no immediate plans of kids for a while. Yeah, I can imagine that. Whereas if they were living in Kemble, because they've I'd got say, a sheepdog, exactly. And we, dogs are like kids. We, we don't. We don't need kids. I know we've been we're plant married mums. for ten years, but we've got we've got Daphne the the Staffy. Yeah, we've What's got it? little we've got we've got little Craig. He's a bitzer, but he's a lot of fun. Well, technically, we've got our little dog Amber, who's a bitzer. Now, te- funny. Now, technically, he's an outside dog, but we bend the rules. We bend the rules when we bend the rules when we, we let him sleep in the bed with us. Sometimes when uh, sometimes when we're watching Gogglebox. We let it. We just—it's a bit of inside time, you know. Occasionally, my husband and I like to watch reruns of The Mentalist, and that's the perfect time for our little Kelpie, Jackson, son, <laughs> to hop up on my lap and give me a lick. I'm watching reruns of Australian Story on ABC <laughs> Two. The dog is allowed to lick just a bit. When the whole family comes over to watch the great. Outdoors. Mm. What what was that show? Escape to the Outdoors. Uh, great Outdoors. Great Outdoors. Escape to the Outdoors is about prison breaks. Oh yeah. You're thinking of prison break. Oh, I'm thinking of prison break. You're thinking of prison. Break. I'm thinking of the Shawshank Redemption. You're thinking of the Rotary Club of Kenmore. Oh yeah. This I uh, this uh, I've got a lot of respect for what Rotary clubs and like Lions clubs and that stuff do. Um, but the Wikipedia page does contain an interesting fact at the Rotary Club of Kenmore. Mm. is non-political, oh. non-denominational, and open to all cultures, races, and creeds. <laughs> uh, what a relief. I was here so convinced that the Rotary Club of Kenmore was racist, homophobic, <laughs> and more than a little black. Imagine, imagine if they hadn't been. Imagine if, they, imagine if the Wikipedia page confessed that, like the Rotary Club of Kenmore, it's like, now, really good on race, really good on gender, drops the ball on trans issues a yeah. little bit. They're um they're not great with pronouns. The no, they, they're learning. They're although it does, and they're the, open to learning. It does in the Wikipedia page come in the context of the Kenmore Country Women's Association. Oh, yeah. And I only realised recently that the Country Women's Association was the traditional base of support for the Liberal Party. I was going to say in Ken- the same way that trade unions were the base of support for Labor. Is Kenmore a pretty safe LNP seat? Oh, I imagine. I imagine it'd be imagine. a very safe. I'd have to imagine seat. it would be because I, I can only imagine, but. When yeah. I do imagine. Family yeah. values, mate. Family values. Maybe that's why the Rotary Club had to specify yeah, their openness Mogul. to all cultures. Oh, legit. Yeah. Um, it's only ever been a Liberal seat at the <laughs> state election. Yeah. Whole, oh, oh. Um, the Liberal candidate won with more than double the Labor vote. 
Yeah. Very safe. Making sense. There are a lot of... Uh, you know what? Full credit to the Rotary Club for making that clear because on... Well, it, it just makes it seem like there was an incident. Because I don't think I clearly I don't, someone I don't was read, offended by the Kemmel Rotary. Club. Yeah, I haven't read through all the other Wikipedia's went done and been like, oh, they have a bowls club. Yeah. hang on a minute, they haven't specified if Jamaicans are welcome. <laughs> I don't expect they are if they haven't specifically mm. said it. There's almost something racist about exhaustively specifying all the things you're okay with. Yeah, because now like, I have to think what are, they're open to all cultures, races, and creeds. Exactly. Now I'm like, well, all genders, all all religions, all like religions. all sexuality. Yeah. Mm. I mean that that all falls under creed. I feel like whenever anyone's creed's like, a good we do not discriminate against color, race, or creed. I'm like, oh, creed's just everything else. So you can you can play Assassin's Creed on the big screen. Absolutely, you can watch the movie Creed, great sequel to Rocky. Yep. Rocky two. Yep. Creed two. They made two creeds. They did. And what a wet, what a relief. What a relief it was. I was scared uh, now, they wouldn't. Now, Henry, as yep. always, we get a little fun fact about public transport. In Love Kimmel. facts. Love it when they're fun. There's no rail station in Kenmore, Henry. Uh, Indrapilly is the closest station. In the 1890s, the Queensland Parliament approved the construction of a rail line from Indrapilly to Brookfield, running through the southern side of Kenmore following the valley mm. and roughly parallel to the present alignment of Kersley Road. So Queensland Parliament approves a train line and drove mm. to Brookfield, bypassing Kenmore. The line was never constructed. Wow. A mystery. There is a mystery afoot here, not just the mystery of your ghost microphone stand, Henry. Why did they never build the train line? I reckon they got paid off by by uh, big big by tram big, by big tram or big bus. Well, famously, we think bus drivers burnt down the Paddington Tram Depot in a fire in the fifties. I wouldn't be surprised. So I wouldn't be surprised if the bus drivers did something equally I, underhanded. I reckon the bus the bus boys have a pretty yeah. powerful lobby. I reckon what they've done is they've said oh, the busties, the busties. Yeah, I reckon they've come in. And they've said, "Listen here, I don't want to see trains. I don't want to. I don't want to have people sitting in aircon or quiet carriages. We want noise." Also, I feel like every carriage on a train is a quiet carriage these days. I Maybe like one carriage with noise. It was more so to curb the enthusiasm of kids going to and from school. I think was my understanding because they were just they were just maniac children. On I trains. agree, but also a little part of me is like public transport's for like everyone. I just said like the kids. The kids who were getting the train were a breed. All I remember is the kids who the kids who got the train to school. They were a lot looser. They were the ones who. I think TCs often caught the train, and they're just chucking their bags everywhere. Like my memory is Dario Maruka walking up from Central Station with like a two liter bottle of Lyft every day, or like being like. Oh, particularly the like, kids who caught the train to Terrace would always get like some KFC before school. They'd, they'd come up with KFC and they'd go to like the IGA nearby and get like two liter bottles of soft yeah. drink, which even as a thirteen year old boy was too much. Oh, you're going to Sugar Shock or something. Mm. That's probably a thing. You know, Dave. probably a concept. I think it is. Well, that is interesting. The buses got them again by train, ghost train. Fascinating. Why didn't they build it? Maybe it was because they wanted to stop children from drinking so yeah, much. They couldn't have, although Kenmore, to me, gives off the energy of kids who catch the train. It does, and it's also because... They have a huge kids who catch the train energy, actually, like fucking all of St. Peter's. Maybe they've always had an LMP seat, and they don't want to lobby. Maybe Oh, it's been a safe LMP seat. State government has been Labor, maybe in a vindictive move from the Wayne Goss, True. the Anna Bly, the Peter Beattie, and now the Palaszczuk. I mean, this was passed in 1890, though. Yeah, no, but Peter Beattie was there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you forget how... You forget Joe Bielke Peterson got voted out last year. Yeah, yeah. But He's, uh, well, maybe, you know, that's it. 
they were hoping if they were like they were like we want to give Deb Frecklington something to campaign on. She just forgot because she's so useless. <laughs> she just dropped the ball. She was like, like, I'm going to campaign on um mm. keeping kids inside at seven pm because that'll work. Hey Deb, uh, actually, all the past premiers never built a train line to Kenmore, so you'd have a big infrastructure inner city project to uh, pitch to the voters. Yep. We did Jobs, it for you, Deb. Growth. No, I think kids being out no. past 8pm in Townsville is the real issue. Yeah, I reckon kids going to see a midnight showing of Tenor is my real battle. Here's how I'm going to win. <laughs> Literally making child jail. Baby jail. It Actually, sounds like an it. overblown plot from let's a cartoon make, network let's pilot. Let's make child slaves because I have policies that talk about working on farms as detention. Here's my deputy premier, Coney 2012. <laughs> let's uh, go. Bit of history for you, Henry. Kenmore in the early 1950s. Hookers bought dairy farming land. I think it's like the hooker family. Like, let's get together. Hookers. Put we on bought your heels. dairy. Come on, girls. We're going to strut our stuff. Dairy farming land around Dumbarton Drive. Why does your hooker sound like Kurt Moncton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only have one funny voice. Come on, girls. Um, let's go. The modern development of Kenmore was because of the hookers. Now, obviously, I think they mean the same family of LJ Hooker. Oh, which Mr. Hookerbear? Uh, well, Mr. Hookerbear. I always found it so funny in that ad. That there was a shot of a pregnant mum, and then a shot of a little girl going, "Thank you, Mr. Hooker." Because the only way to read that in conjunction is the mum hired a hooker to have unprotected sex with her mm. and get pregnant. And not only that, because their logo was a bear, it was always "Thank you, Mr. Hookerbear." I think in my like a mind, gay bear. No, I'm thinking the animal. I was oh, thinking the animal like a bear people impregnated have the mother. Right. Which has to, has, has to have happened. Oh, God. Do you reckon? I mean, it's the only way to understand it. You're completely right, Henry. Well, thanks, Mr. Hooker, for yeah. building the real estate of this. And I, I wonder whether Mr. Hooker built some of these emergency services you were reading about, Henry. In 1972, the ambulance centre opened. And in 1975, the fire station opened. And in, 18, sorry, and in 1978, the police station opened. So they've gone ambulance in 72... Fire in 75, police in 78. Now, as a great opponent of the current police model, pretty happy with them being built last. But I will admit, back then, I'm very surprised that police station was built last because this kind of is a giveaway of the order of priorities of the 000s. Definitely. I couldn't agree with that list of priorities more. Particularly undisputed for me, build the ambulance station first. That you need medical care above all else. Yes, I Particularly agree. if there's a fire or a crime. Especially if there's no police. Oh, God, mate. If someone gets... What would police do? I was like, though, but I always, like, as a young person, was under the impression that you could still get arrested and in trouble from the ambulance and the fire engines. It was quite a while before, like, um, I think I'd there's... see a, police, a, a, a fire engine go by and I'd be like, oh, oh shit. There's still, like, 28-year-olds who mm. think... I mean, like, it's a lot of reason... People who are drug addicts don't call the ambulances. They're like, oh, they'll turn me into the police. Yeah. Like, yeah, for, for what? The crime of a meth overdose. No, there's You're no... Fine. And I reckon the ambulance and the fireys would get along a lot more. Than, I reckon the police... Oh, I don't think ones. anyone's getting along with the police that Yeah, well. no. Nah. Particularly because even some ambos I know are like... They have to be so trained in de-escalation in like tense, violent situations. Yeah. It fucks them off when the police show up because everyone just gets more tense and angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're much happier doing their job when there's no cops around and they can just like handle it. It's not unlike when the police and the fire turn up coming. and try to arrest the fire. Yeah. And the fire is like, you're not helping, you're spreading. No. And, uh, like, and, and they've got big handcuffs that they attach to the helicopter and just drop It doesn't help in. when the paramedics start trying to give CPR to the fire because they just burn their mouths and hands. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah, that's fine. The fire, well, the fire takes no prisoners. No. 
I, I, so crime I was legal in Kenmore until 1978. Yeah. I also imagine the fire station would be quite necessary because, as we said earlier, it's so leafy. Yeah. Big backyards, oh, 12 I, I children. Think, one of them's probably running I around with a I think the main reason you'd need ambulance and fire first is like stuff like a fire or a heart attack is so inherently time urgent mm. in a way that... Like hostage so, situation. Yeah, like, but like, oh, someone broke into my house. Yesterday. Yeah. doesn't matter if the police take another 20 minutes to get there. Mm. Unless, like, you're being, like, murdered actively. But even then, doesn't matter how fast the police are, you're probably dead. That's so true. You're probably already... Before well done, Kenmore. Before they know you're dead. They got it right. Um, last thing, Kenmore's history is being compiled by local historian Leslie Jenkins as part of the Brisbites community... Leslie Hist- Jenkins! <laughs> Leslie Jenkins! <laughs> I like you, Les... A lengthier local online history has been compiled by David Horton and Kerry Redmayne, Raymond. The Kenmore and District Historical Society has also compiled a history of the area post-European settlement. So I just thought it was weird how much history has been written about this yeah. place, whereas as this segment reveals, it's not a whole lot to say. Uh, and also, how much history has been written, but no one's put up to Wikipedia. No. Bizarre. It's Unless one page. of these guys was rewriting this page... And just gave it a little, look at myself a little plug. Oh, a bit of a shout out. But a useless plug because the history we, section was light on. we add to suburbs now on Wikipedia, like, oh, Kemmel was the subject of mm. an unpacking by Brisbane sensations, Henry and Joe. Definitely to, at least to the live shows. Yeah. I mean, Petri Terrace and Milton could do with a little line. Also, like, like, a, lot of these, a lot of these places are like, oh, you know, oh, Tamong was the subject of a song by Powderfinger. Mm. And I know I'm putting myself on par with Powderfinger, but it's absolutely fair. we are. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, oh, well, Henry, is a time to catch up to the 21st century yep. and talk a little bit about contemporary Kenmore. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Yeah, let's do it. Now, Kenmore Tavern. I'm just going to wind up yep. with our listeners. I've been to Kenmore maybe four times. Yeah, I haven't been much. I drive through it a bit. I felt like... Our nominee? Yep. Yeah. And I also feel like... I've driven through it... Actually... No, actually, it's probably more than that. I've never spent more than an hour in Kenmore, but if I've ever been like around the Indro St. Lucia at uni area, like there's food at Kenmore that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. It's the only Maccas in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I We didn't mention the Kenmore Maccas in the Maccas episode, did we? No. Do you have any opinions? I assume oh. it sucks. I think we got messages being like, don't mention mm. it. Now, I'm just going to say this up the top because we will start with talking about the Kenmore Tavern. Yeah. But a general overlying theory of Kenmore, I think it is the West Side's The Gap. Yeah. To me, Kenmore and The Gap are blood brothers. They're not far, far away, but they're not close. You know, what Ashgrove is to The Gap, Indrapilly is to Kenmore. They have a very famous tavern. Mm-hmm. They have a shit mackers yep. and strong family energy and... Known for their schools. Very. Bang. Very good. Kenmore and the Gap. And, and good high schools. Good state high schools. And very good high schools. That's, yeah. great, that's a great Venn diagram, mate. Um, yeah. No, with, I, was, I was thinking about this. With the middle populated. Uh, but on Kenmore Tavern, you know, it, it's a lot like the Gap Tavern, but I think it's a bit looser. It's a little bit more unhinged. Young people do frequent the Kenmore Tavern. And I got to tell you, Henry, out west, they breed them wild. Oh, they're so usually... If you're getting the youngest sibling of a Kenmore family, oh. you're in for a you're wild ride. Yeah, you're in for a wild ride. Because as we know, the standards of parenting slip as the children get younger. It's just a fact, guys. Don't hold it against me. Oh, absolutely. And I think 
if you're talking about those big Kenmore families, as we said, oh God. Can you imagine how much the parents you're don't the, care? You're the, the time you get to the child. fifth kid. Oh. Child eight. It's like, oh, inject heroin as long as you're doing it at the tavern. Yeah, just do it. Like, just, oh, do just do it at it. the tavern. Just, it's fine. Just do it at the Maccas. One of your one of your five older siblings with their licenses will pick you up. <laughs> oh, they bought you the heroin. Oh, each of your older siblings who's over 18 bought you enough bought heroin. You a separate yeah, bag of right. heroin. That is annoying. Yeah, that is. We don't quite know what we'll do about that, but that is extremely annoying. Yeah. No, it is. Um, it, It's good. It's got a fair bit of stuff to it. I can't say I've been in myself. But I, I know you, someone who was a glassy there oh yeah. who absolutely loved it. Which I know a few people have been, all some Peters people have been glassies there. Oh, um, but there is a weird trend, I think, in West Side youth, particularly freshly 18. Mm. They love their hotels, pubs, and taverns way more than anyone. Yeah. I think that I think young people in Brisbane are catching up to this now, like Pato's popular, Newey's popular, even the Vic. But for years, stuff like the Jindalee Tavern, Kenmore Tavern, Indrasilly Sundays at the Indrapilly Hotel, like a lot of pubs which are like, for all intents and purposes, kind of shitholes, mm. become hugely popular at is the it, hands of these children. Is that a, is that a trend in your year? Because it wasn't really a thing in my mind. Probably year. a trend in my year. Yeah, my year once we came of age was still very big on, if not Ohalo and Birdies and the classic Valley spots. Yeah. It was still the QA and right. the Norman B and... Caxton, I feel like... That, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Maybe I... But I, I just... I think that's just your terrace rugby-loving mates. Maybe, yeah. Particularly those three, you've got to admit, are very... And I'm, yeah, maybe that's right. I mean, I just didn't didn't think... I particularly didn't go to too many, like... Oh, but no, you're but not I guess a west I went, side youth. No, I guess I went to Oxford 152 every now and again. Yeah. So... I also do think there's a growing trend of young people, sort of starting with my generation, but particularly the below me, me, really backing pubs over clubs. Which I love. I love it. It's great. I'm glad that we're sort of out of the woods of like, oh, you're 18, time to spend two and a half years going to Oh Hello. Yeah. Well, you can't talk to anyone. Oh, but you, oh, you make friends in the smokers though. Yeah. Don't you? With their huge I always found that funny when I'm like, people are like, oh, you make friends in the smokers. And I'm like, so just go to a normal bar. I came with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't go out to make, can you imagine going out to the valley to make some friends? Oh, God. <laughs> I can't imagine anything worse. And then back to the hostel to make some more. <laughs> yeah. I'm a solo traveler, but oh. I go out to the valley to make friends. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a funny place, apparently. They do comedy, which is weird. Do they? And um, MJ, great comedian, wrote in. Michael, Michael Jackson wrote in. Michael Jackson's written in and said, I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. um, no, MJ Wong, great comedian's written in and said, at one gig he was at performing there, a comedian made fun of a veteran. So I think just made a joke about war vets. Yeah. This was not received well by the Kimball people. They didn't like it. You didn't, didn't hear like any None there of was none of that. <laughs> Absolutely none, none of that. Do you have a good war veteran <laughs> joke, Henry? Oh, war vet. What, why is um why is why was uh, fighting in the first world war like going away? Hello, because I came home legless. Great. Yeah, good. You like it? Um, What's yours? I was going to be like, at least whenever I go to the RSL, my dog gets its annual checkup because there's a war vet. <laughs> I think mine was funny. I don't think mine was good, but you're still controlling the buttons. <laughs> yeah, have no, an absolute advantage. It's still very impartial that no matter what you say or do, I can just hit you with a. Oh, I could even hit you with a. Oh, can you imagine crickets though. To think of You'll never hear crickets on the show because I've always got something to say. Good <laughs> um, war vet, Jack. Oh, that that comedian was going on tour, 
Just and but the war bed had already been on a few. Oh yeah, okay. I'll yeah, that. yeah okay. well done. No, that's all right. Um, but yeah, so so are you saying that? Anyway, this a guy made a just war vet. on stage makes a war vet joke. One I of those war, war vet, vet in the crowd or something. Apparently, there's just war vet heavy at the Kenmore Club, Kenmore Tavern. Totally buy that. And they um they had to escort the comedian out for his own safety. You're kidding? Is the is the vibe oh oh so it wasn't like a. Sir, the war vets are getting angry. We're going to have to remove the war vets from the pub. It was, you need to get out of here in a black car oh, unmarked. Yeah. Yep. God. They well, do. that's pretty pretty bloody scary. Yeah, they had to extract him. <laughs> a planned extraction. Well, Man down. Uh, but speaking of that sort of violent uh, trend at the Kenmore Tavern, friend of the show, Sean, told us that his mate got, on, uh, got into a full fist fight with the bar manager. Sean's so I lovely, like, so, and I have to imagine his mates are too. I imagine the bar manager is the dickhead here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I do find it, that's, that is so the vibe of Kenmore Tavern of like, the staff are the ones instigating and getting involved in the fights. <laughs> I think you get a fist fight at work. <laughs> have you ever been in a fight at work? Uh, I've never been in a fist fight generally. I've never been in a physical fist fight in my life. I've been coward punched. Yeah. Well, you leave that for a later episode. I haven't been, I haven't been coward punched. I'm trying to think of... Because he, he wasn't a kid. Yeah, he wasn't a kid. He was a good bloke. Actually. He was bungee jumping. Yeah, he was, well, his name was Henry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I got punched in the back of the head, but the guy bungee jumped off a building. So he was technically he was brave. Yeah, well, he actually, uh, yeah, he base jumped off the Burj Khalifa or whatever it is. <laughs> Imagine you're just walking down the street in the CBD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some bungee jumper just absolutely like, fucked me in the back oh, of the head. Remember the era where it's like, we can't call it a king hit. We have to call it a coward punch. Otherwise, people will think it's cool. I'm like, it... Mm. It's never that like the the cool factor of punching someone in the back of the head doesn't turn on what parents are calling it. No, I don't think there's a there's a guy around there walking around being like, I am king, and then they're like, don't coward punch Bill. He's like, hang on a minute, oh, what? You're right. All right, I'm it's gonna stop. It's a cowardly this. move. I'd better stop beating people at random in the valley. You know, king the king the cowardly dog. <laughs> 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 courage, courage, liquid courage, the coward punch dog. As I try to find, oh, I tried Joe's to... trying to find whatever button he's got to use to degrade me. Yep, <laughs> fine. Well, with two people, so if you, oh, oh, no, no, oh the audience are here. Oh, oh wow, the audience Henry. are really here. Oh, just kidding. It's a fake audience. You can tell we have lots to say about Kenmore. I have lots to say about Kenmore Plaza specifically, and particularly its rivalry, Kenmore Village. Yeah, I do love a good old shopping centre rivalry. That's real suburbia, you know. We're not talking a New Farm Coffee or a West End Lefka Taverna or whatever. I don't know whether to go to a Nook or Kettle and Tin today. Yeah, literally. Where should we have our coffee, Jack? Paddington Social or maybe up to Java Lounge? I would love one of those pork, pulled pork, chipotle egg bennies they have at Java Lounge. Oh, they don't do it anymore because Henry, Henry asked the fucking waiter if they had it like yes. two weeks ago and they were like, we haven't done that on our menu for literal years. And I it was, was this sort upset. of crazy sci-fi premise where Henry goes, <laughs> right, you don't understand. I ordered it last week and they said, sir, we haven't served that for 80 years. <laughs> oh, hang on, it's here. Sorry, my thumb was covering it on the menu. You're completely right, sir. Sorry. Get on that. But yes, I do love a good old shopping centre rivalry, Henry. Mm. And what have you got to tell me about Kemal Plaza v Kemal Village? Now, which is which is the place to be? Which is happening? Which is hip? Well, they hate each other. And the people who shop at each hate each other too. Kenmore Plaza is the bougie one. Kenmore Village is what was described in messages as the povo one. When so I say this. The village versus the plaza. The village seems to be salt of the earth, working class, the people. The plaza is those Kenmore people 
who are probably the reason it stayed LMP its entire existence. I was looking once at Kemmel Village because I refuse to believe there's that much of a difference. Well, I don't know. Which one's the Macazineers? I didn't do any... We've had busy weeks. We don't have time to go researching for this podcast. They've got Coles. Does Uh, the other have a Woolies? Mitre 10. What one are you looking at? I'm looking at Kemmel Village. I'm looking at the allegedly Povo one. All right, I'm going to look at Kemmel Plaza. I mean, just going off words alone, a village is a lot more... You know, industrial and than than oh, a absolutely. A plaza. What's still... Actually, it's so fucking stupid calling your shopping center. A um, Kemmel Plaza Welcome is the one. To the plaza. Kemmel Plaza is the one near the McDonald's. That's the one I thought was Povo. That's what I thought as well. I'm going to the store directory. Yeah, center directory. Oh, they've got like Aldi, Asai oh. Brothers is pretty bougie and Woolworths. That's the only difference. Blooms the chemist. That's the chemist that Steve War is a brand ambassador. Oh, that's of. right. That's that's where. Mate. A couple of Casanovas went out because obviously Casanovas at Nova, the brand ambassador team, a lot of them are uh, actors or singers to people trying to break into radio. Not so a lot of, an not arty, a lot of sports. An arty group. And Joe, Casanova Joe, uh, was me. out at an event for Balloons the Chemist. And he goes, yeah, this guy keeps hanging around and like everyone's trying to talk to him and get photos with him. I don't know if he's like the manager of this chemist store. So I went up to him and was like, hey, where would you like us to set up? Where would you like us to put our power? Like, where can we plug in? <laughs> Turns out it's Steve Wall. <laughs> and Casanova Joe was asking who he thought was the celebrity manager of Bloom's The Chemist, Kenmore. And was just the greatest, asking, uh, one of the greatest Australian sportsmen of all time. The man who championed the spirit of the baggy green for all those years in the 90s. And he's just 100% being like, oh, yeah, I guess you can set up near the codril with your, your banner. I don't know. There you go. Now, Henry, I know our, our good mate and good friend of the show, Alex Letts, has a brief tale about Kenmore uh, Village. Or is it Kenmore Plaza? Um, this, is, this is Village. I thought this was very funny. He goes, I worked right near Kenmore Village for many years. It's one of the worst vibes I've ever encountered. 50% of the shops... It's a scathing indictment. It is. 50% of the shops are closed or empty. Average age of people walking around the centre has got to be like 95. Perhaps in a bid to attract more cool youths. This is great. They've set up this spot in the middle of one of the main thoroughfares. Very inconvenient, reportedly. <laughs> it's just two green couches with the words chill zone on the wall. <laughs> and I'm looking at the photo. We'll put it on the Instagram. Chill zone is just one big letter in like 70 font printed on an A4 bit of paper each. So there's just nine bits oh, so of A4 like paper. printed onto the fabric of the couch. They're separate A4 bits of paper <laughs> above Oh, these. we will definitely and, put and up this photo. It, it's hard to overstate like how They look they're in the way. And ladies, so ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. Anxiety is an issue amongst young people. Some of you listening might be stressed about work or uni. If it's ever getting too much, don't call Beyond Blue. Get don't in call your car. Lifeline. Get in your car and go straight to Kenmore Village and get to the chill zone. Get to the chill zone. That's when, you know, when people have serious mental health emergencies... You know, there's an ambulance station at Kenmore. First stop, the chill zone. Chill zone. Let's see if the chill zone can fix you. The number of people who come to me for advice and say, should I be getting on medication? And I go, no, 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 no. Go out to Bloom's The Chemist, refund your medication, and while you're there, Talk sit in the chill zone. You won't have anxiety yeah, anymore. Particularly if you like cricket and you meet Steve Waugh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> your mental health problems will be fine. Oh, God, but if you're a Sri Lankan batsman in the, oh, uh, in the 90s and you come up against Steve Waugh and his unit, oh, mate, if your sh- anxiety if you're Shane, might get even worse. If you're Shane Waugh worried about getting dropped in the 99 test against the West Indies, fourth test, God. Shane, Steve Waugh will trigger your Steve anxiety. Steve Waugh will absolutely trigger Now, Henry, we got a fabulous number of messages about uh, the roundabouts and the traffic at Kemmel. Oh, Broadly just gives mate. off the vibe that not only is it slightly depressing in terms of rounds about, uh, roundabouts and traffic at Kenmore, it's a place where you need a car. Just quickly, probably my favourite message we've ever received to the page. Yeah. Just about Kenmore. Dom Mullins, mm. wonderful friend of the show. She just goes, well, I caught the train from the Gold Coast and then I got on a bus to Kenmore and it was so fucking long, I tell you. Now, I love that, <laughs> Dom, because that's exactly what I'd expect of going from the Gold Coast to Kenmore. Gold Coast to Kenmore. It's one of the few things where I'm like, oh, I'm not remotely surprised. It's just spot on. And it was made longer by the fact that those bus drivers... No train. Bullied the they train. bullied the train drivers out of there. Um, but yeah, people going about this roundabout a lot. Um, Where is this roundabout? I don't actually... I, I think I know it. People... Oh, get a look it up. A, a lot of people wrote in and said... So many people wrote in about it's, it. It's second worst to the Tuong roundabout, they say. So even the people who are local to Kenmore were conceding Tuong is still worse. But that's not saying much for its value because the Tuong one is terrible. I had a few people write in saying they did their learner's tests in this oh, area and I they know got the properly caught. I actually, I find the Kemmel roundabout more stressful than Tuong. Wow. Tuong is so busy, you wait until you get a massive gap to go. Like for me, Tuong is like, everyone is playing it pretty calm. The Kemmel one, yeah, it's right near the Kemmel Village and Plaza. It is hard. It is hard. Oh, also it's, this one yeah. is insane. Because it's near so many shopping centres and car parks. There's so many people just pulling out. Fuck, they've, I've got an aerial view of it here and oh. it looks like a fucking game of mousetrap. That old board game mousetrap is what it looks like. <laughs> it's absolutely tight reference. Mouse you know, when I was growing up, we just had like um, a copy of mousetrap, like the board game that mum and dad got from an op shop. Mm. So it didn't really work properly. So I spent like the first six years of my life thinking Mousetrap was the shittest game in the world. Then went to a friend's house and they had the new version. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Mousetrap is so... Can we get can we get Mousetrap? Yeah, let's get Mousetrap. I love Mousetrap. It's so so there's so many small bits. I imagine like heaps of kids died. Oh, absolutely. And heaps Particularly of when they're playing Mousetrap on the roundabout at Kenmore. It's just a recipe for fucking disaster. Help, you help. drop the cheese and you run in front help. of a truck. I'm... I'm Pedro, the um, But in addition... <laughs> I seem to be trapped. What is somebody oh, no. Will someone help me get out of Canmore, please? And then he's like, I skipped. I'm back in my mouse car. I have to just take this around the bar. Bye! Why well, didn't it I indicate? just wanted cheese. All I wanted What a was. delicate character. Uh, but yeah, my main impression of Canmore as well is there's so many lights, which ju- makes justifying around about harder. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, bizarre. Um, I just wanted to say something briefly about the AFL Association. Yeah. Um, Kenmore Bears, a very popular AFL club, yeah. I believe. Um, something about the Kenmore Twinks, whatever. Right. But mainly just interesting that Cooper and Kenmore, like these east and western suburbs are so dominated by the AFL. Yep. As I'd say, the northern and southern suburbs are more purely league and union mm. suburbs. Particularly the north is very league heavy. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I think the closer we get to like the sunny coast the more league heavy it gets. Would you say the union is inner city? Like, yeah, purely inner city dominated. Like Jeeps, that's Brothers, UQ. Thing. Yeah, that's, a, that's just a class thing. But then out west and out east, you seem to get these weird AFL pockets. Mm, it is weird, isn't it? Odd. It's Freaks. Probably, maybe it's because Shepard, who played at the AFL grand final, just slowly played small gigs on the roundabouts. Yeah, and around morning, right. so you know, just tried to build up AFL because Shepherd are the ambassadors of the AFL. You see, too right. 
So and I've got a lot to say about Shepard, but... Say Geronimo. Say it. Say, say fucking Geronimo. Aren't a couple of them related? They're all siblings. Yeah. Mm. You heard that rumour? Yeah, I've heard the rumour. <laughs> We're not going to just... Maybe we'll do a special on this. I think we should because we've been so vocal about the Kevin Spacey, Brett Lee thing. It would be bizarre for us to... I don't have personal connections to Kevin Spacey or Brett Lee. I kind of know yeah. people who know Shepard. But everyone but knows someone who knows Shepard. Everyone knows someone who knows Shepard. And if not Shepard, a Shepard. A Shepard. I met a lovely sheep the other day. He was on his way to this star of yeah, Beth. Someone named Beth. 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 Oh, this Asian woman, Beth Leeham. Beth Leeham. She's lovely. <laughs> she know, and her and her doing mate, um, her her mate, her um, uh, Jerusalem. Oh, who's right. from is he Jewish? He's a Jewish kid. Yeah. Uh, Jew. Oh, that Jew, Rusulam. Rusulam. Yeah, Rusulam. lovely guy. So Beth Leeham and Rusulam. Is Rail coming? <laughs> is Rail Rail? Yeah. Well, there's no Rail coming is because Rail uh, it was banned by the Queensland Parliament. Oh, there is it is. Rail? No. Oh, no Rail. More like was rail. Nice. <laughs> Tidy. Uh, old waving couple, a yeah. camera icon. Yeah. So two camera icons here to talk about, Henry. These are legends. This Key couple. parts of contemporary Kenmore. These people, essentially, we had a few people message in saying, and we didn't get heaps of messages for Kenmore, but I'd say like sitting on 33% we're saying, yeah. there's an old couple who sit on their deck all day long and wave at cars and buses as they go by. Very friendly. I wonder if they're near the roundabout. They sit there and they wave, hello, goodbye, hello. And it's like, everyone's like, it's their landmarks. They're a staple of the suburb, urban legends. Reminds me of like a Ziggy in Turinga Tawong vibe. Exactly like that. But these people aren't homeless. They're just like an old couple who waves. Yep. Now, get this. Yeah. Courier Mail, a few years ago. Kenmore Community Honours Couple, Ted and Nola Carlo. Oh, Ted and Nola are local identities in this prison suburb. So this is from 2019, where they've been waving at locals for decades. So the press have got them. But they were blissfully unaware of the social media panic they caused when they hadn't been spotted over Easter. So Ted and Nola aren't on Facebook. If they were the couple aged in their 90s, they can still wave, would have known how worried locals were when they hadn't been seen in their usual spots on their front porch where they'd been waving at passerbys for decades. Does anyone know if the elderly couple who sit on their front porch at the Kenmore roundabout are okay? I've been seeing them for years and suddenly not at all, one woman asked. Hundreds of locals expressed concern. Wow. Or gave updates to say the couple had been spotted and all was well. I thank God. I wish them many more years of watching the world go by. They are a Kenmore roundabout icon. Bless them both, one woman wrote. Others said the couple are a favourite with their children when they drive by. It's not a short article. We always wave when we see them. My son refers to them as my people. (laughs) (laughs) What is he running for president in America? Hello, my people. I'm here with all of my people. (laughs) Wave, wave, wave. At the roundabout. Um, There's something so funny about a child going, "Uh, these are my people. Yeah. I found my people. Your people are your fucking dolls, mate. Legit. Your beanie babies. He says, where are my people? When they aren't there, another woman wrote, we have a family competition to see how many are outside when we drive past. Surely only said. two. That's what I was said. I thought we were the only ones they waved to, another wrote. How fucking <laughs> sad is that? It's like you at the pub when you think someone's waving at you and you're like, g'day, must and be someone you, I know. And then, then you slowly oh, drop your hand whole and you birthday party push your hair back. Over the years, locals said they had affectionately referred to the couple as everything from the porch people, Ma and Pa, George and Doris, Mr and Mrs Pepperpot, Agnes and Keith, and Mr and Mrs Kenmore. That's the best. <laughs> They're my retirement idols, one local said. 
Many said they'd been waving to the couple for decades. Terrible remake. Holy fuck. There's a picture from their wedding day, which is in like the 20s. Oh, okay. So Ken Moore is actually really nuts about these guys. They were hot back in the day. Who wasn't? Man, everyone had to fight in the war. Everyone was fucking ripped. Everyone was so hot. I've been waving to them. Maybe he was the veteran who got mad at MJ's friend. And that's why everyone was like very sensitive about him. I've been waving to them since 1989 when my bus passed by them coming home from school. I've kept up with the tradition till now. Uh, but Nola and Ted have wanted to assure everyone that they were fine, happy as they met 70 years ago, and they were just over at Nola. Oh, no, they met at Nola's cousin's 21st birthday party 70 oh, years ago. Gee, not a short article. And now we just get <laughs> heaps and heaps about their lives. Well, good on you to those guys. Well done to Ted. Very glad they're there. Um, One final man to talk about. We mentioned this. He loves pumpkins, Henry. Pumpkin man's back. I don't really have anything to say with him. Yep. The Pumpkin Man theme. It's not an alien. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we don't know. Yep. He could be an alien. Pu- pumpkin. <laughs> Stop. The Pumpkin Man is. <laughs> you can talk over it. I don't want it. I have nothing to say about it. It's just the fact that, like, Kenmore is far from Injibili, and Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's also there's a lot of hills. Yeah. It's not an easy walk with a trolley. No. Or a belly full of pumpkins. Well, Henry, that's a wonderful discussion of contemporary Kenmore, but now there's the most important part. Of any suburb. Henry, when are you going to do a thing about that quarantine bush in your pants, mate? Oh, man. Oh, bananas. I'm sick of thinking I'm tying my shoelace and realise <laughs> I'm actually just tying together two exceedingly long pubic hairs. Oh, have you read that children's book, Harry McClary from My Dick Dairy? Oh, My Dick Ain't Dairy. It's lactose-free, and soon it's going to be hair-free because I've got Manscaped. Manscaped. Uh, no, nah, we do love these guys. They're the we best are. in men's below-the-waist grooming. To be uh, honest, I like couldn't dispute that even if you paid me to. No. They are the market leader in grooming, Henry, and their technology is on another level. The Lawnmower mm. 3.0. We've had the Lawnmower 1.0. We've had the Lawnmower 2.0. Mate. And now we're on to the third iteration of the lawnmower. Third generation. It's rare that, you know, the third movie in a series is the best one. But for Manscaped, that's the case. If you need mm. the hair removed from your dick and balls, yep. your jats crackers, yep. your meat and tube edge, you can't look past it. And you're going to smell great as well. You guys, Sebastians. You tried the ball deodorant? Yeah, it's great. Wonderful. It actually just smells good. Yeah, better than it's, it's annoying that you and I both know it's the ball deodorant because we know that smell. And if you're just like wearing it as deodorant, I'll be like, lol, it's testicle deodorant. Now, for anyone else buying the ball deodorant, just start using it as your normal deodorant as well so people get accustomed to it. Yeah. And then when people it. smell your balls, they'll be like, oh my God, it smells great. And I'll be like, oh, ball head. Yeah, I have some mates who could do with better smelling balls. I'll tell you that for free. Oh, mate, absolutely. Now, I'll tell you this. It's also premium. And I mean premium. So when I was using it, it's such a like consistent use it's just it's such a nice it's almost it's calming it's almost calming when you're using oh, this oh, razor certainly, the sound you of don't often I, get a I'm chance. an ASMR fan from way back and I was thinking there's a bit of that going on about this manscaped and you can take it in the shower well, it's waterproof even, technology you don't allows often you to get a chance in the shower to take 10 minutes out of your day Henry nah, man. but when you've got the manscaped lawnmower in your hands mm. you got all your products ready that's great. So great trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code Brisbane at manscaped.com. Couldn't be easy to remember. Manscaped.com, Brisbane, 20% off, free shipping. Get it shipped here. It's quick. It's fantastic. And I tell you what, 
mate, particularly if we have any Victorian listeners coming out of quarantine, you're going to want to look your best. And for any Brisbane listeners, men who have had a hard time uh, attracting the ladies this year, all the men, all the fellas, uh, and women who, you know, if you're in a relationship and your, your fella's bush is getting out of control, slip him a manscaped for Christmas or his birthday. It's a great Christmas present. It's a present great idea. gift. Or a great Halloween gift idea. Absolutely. If the bush is the scariest thing you've ever seen. Trick or treat, shave the meat. Does Kenmore fuck? This one's as pretty cut and dry for me as it gets. Not at all. It did before it became a family and moved yeah. to Kenmore. It had to fuck by necessity of having eight kids. Is it always fucking when you do it for the purposes of recreation? I mean, procreation. Yeah, it's almost definitionally, definitionally yeah, fucking okay. if it's for recreation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you fuck for recreation, it's obviously... Fucking. Oh, you know what I mean. Also, not all children are like, you're not... Like, if you're trying for a baby, it doesn't suddenly not become fun to have sex. Oh, I don't know about that. I've never tried for a baby. I don't know. Yeah, but surely just trying for a baby is like, well, we love fucking. We'd also love a child. Let's just like put I think, two and, I think put two, and two together. to have a child comes. And then it's like, oh, we got to fuck to make that happen. Yeah, but it's still good. You meet some married couples where you're like, I reckon, oh, yeah, you, I reckon you fucked twice. And they've got... And they've got three kids. And they've got three kids, <laughs> yeah. One of them's uh, an Jesus Asian woman him. named... Uh, I was going to say Jesus. Beth Leham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, it doesn't fuck. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget a kid. Well, that's about all we've got time for today, Henry, on Kenmore Unpacked. Uh, now, this is a suburb I feel like I should go to now. Yeah. I've said so much, part of it critical, part of it complimentary, but now there's a big part of me that wants to go to Kenmore and test out these theories. I want to go to the tavern and salute our veterans. Absolutely. Now, Henry, the next few episodes, we're going to have some specials. Yeah. Uh, but we're always reading the messages. We're always replying. So I want to hear what suburbs, what elements of Brisbane you want to hear next. And if you're going to send us a dick pic, make it shaved. The amount of unshaved ball dick pics I've received, mainly from Jack. It's horrible. But it's absolutely disgusting. He prints them out and sticks them around. No, it's the absolutely horrible. I wake up and he's just stuck one on my window. Incredibly rude. But yeah, and it's don't disgusting. forget, the miscreants is coming up soon. Our show... Um, our show We Found a Bag of Cash which is going to be at Backdock Arts in a couple of weeks so stay Intimate. tuned get to get 45 states tonight you know, you know, it's selling out quickly yeah, do yourself a favour choose Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Saturday night in the valley whatever you want the miscreants uh, will be putting it on all our socials but it's extremely exciting and there's never been a better time to be a young person in Brisbane Henry. or an old person and there's never been a more exciting time to unpack this great city that we love so much